podcast where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, and today we are, for one of the first time ever, uh, in part two of an interview. So we're in part two of the interview with Danielle Driuso, Danny. And if you didn't listen to part one, I highly recommend you hit pause right now and you go back and listen to part one. We had such a great conversation, Danielle and I. She is a voice and leadership coach and she gets real about the things that are holding us back, including the neighbors upstairs. That was all about, that was the whole theme of last time's episode. And this week, we talk about being extra and how that's not actually a bad thing at all. It is full of some real gems. She even analyzes my voice in this episode and what uh, what my voice was telling her and what I was holding back or not holding or how I was analyzing what I put out into the world. So it was a really interesting and vulnerable conversation. And I actually even did a bit of sort of processing as we were having the conversation of past things, how I've communicated them, what that's meant for my voice, and so on. Really interesting conversation. I think you're going to like it today. And if you want to get such a great deal on Danny's Get Off Your Ass and Into Your Life program, you got to go to the show notes. So today's show notes can be found at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash 124. And if you click on the link in there, you're going to get Danny's program for 45 US dollars, which is at a huge discount. I think it's something like 70% discount to what it is currently priced at. So it's kind of only valid until September 15th, 2019. So go now. If it doesn't happen for you, you're going to regret it later. That's all I can say. The Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is powered by ATB. Now, this episode is brought to you in part by the Alberta Blue Cross Wellness Summit, which happens on October 10th, so not long away now. The Wellness Summit is a day to explore fresh perspectives and practices around wellness. And this year, the focus is on what it takes to create healthy workplace cultures where everyone thrives. Supporting the health and wellness of employees is becoming a major consideration for many workplaces, and the Alberta Blue Cross wants to connect the dots of what it takes to create healthier workplaces and happier people. You know, there's a few different, I mean, there's a ton of different speakers. One of the ones includes Victoria Granger, who's the founder of Wellness Works Canada. She's got 20 years of experience working with the public as a not-for-profit advocate and private organizations in developing, implementing, and evaluating comprehensive workplace wellness strategies. So this summit is designed so that you're not just sitting and listening. You're going to have a chance to actively engage uh, with the information, the speakers, and other attendees. So if you want more information, again, it's on October 10th. Go to thewellnesssummit.ca. Now, I want to tell you about a fairly new member to the Alberta Podcast Network, and that is Life with Dementia. So it's a solutions-driven show sharing relevant research, personal stories, and practical tips for communities surrounding dementia. I don't know about you. I don't know many people who have not had some direct experience to uh, dementia in their family. So I find this podcast really, really interesting. Um, The focus is really on connecting with people living with dementia and their care partners to share what their lived experiences are, as well as providing really practical tips uh, on on how to do that care and, and, you know, how to live through that. So it's a really interesting podcast. Um, Again, I would highly recommend that you check it out. You can actually find it at lifewithdementia.ca. Now, without further ado, let's head into the interview with Danny, part two. (music) 
So I want to tie back into um, identity, voice, all these things. I found personally that my identity shifts with each kind of like new phase of life, each new experience. And the Mm -hmm. same with my voice. Like when I became a new mom, my identity totally shifted. My confidence went way down. And when my confidence went down, my voice went way down. And I was like, I don't want to put myself out there because I'm putting myself out there for judgment of this thing that I'm super inexperienced with because I'm fucking have a kid before. I don't know what I'm doing. And so I just kind of like hold off in my little shell. And it's as I'm coming now, I've got a second baby. I kind of somewhat know how to keep them alive. And like, I'm like, okay, (laughs) I can now share this part of myself. Do you find that with your clients that it's a, it's a roller coaster depending on like how experienced they are with whatever phase they're in. I think there's so many things that go into your actual voice. I'm going to prime you guys with a little bit of like cool shit and like fun facts about your voice. (laughs) Um, So, you know, how I said that like your voice, the sound of it is like how long your vocal folds are and how they flap together pretty much in the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and think of it as a plane of grass in between your hands. Like when, when you blow air, you can actually make the noise or when you loosen up, there's like not noise. So like that's, that actually like, is what's the pitch of your voice? How does your voice sound? Like, what does your voice legit sound like when it's just like, that's all that's going on? But here's the really cool thing. You have resonators on your body that I think of it like an amp, kind of, that your like the pitch and the energy behind your voice resonates through those things and it kind of shakes it around and it kind of shoots it out like sound, yeah. right? And it just amplifies it. Those resonators are actually the same spots as your energy center. So if you're like, chakras or chakras or however you want to say it but essentially it's like I'll think of it this way I'm gonna do some voice stuff for you guys but um if I had a lot of head energy and I'm in my head a lot and I'm hyper focused on things and I'm like really analytical not only will I probably get a pressure headache because I'm trying to push so much energy there but like um think of it like this is where my voice is like in my thing what do you associate with that intellect or like nerdy right like oh my god right that's when people's energies are really and obviously I'm over being really over dramatic just and like theatrical about this because I want you guys to really get it but so if I'm like way up here that's it's vibrating like my head is actually vibrating also that's a lot of pressure to put up there yeah so when you're over analytic about something or you're obsessed with it or you're so much in your head and you're super stressed out you're probably gonna get a headache there and your voice will like kind of jump up into your head okay if you are in your chest and you're like oh my god I love this right like did you say I'm so sexy right (laughs) hey welcome welcome to the evening show right (laughs) like very sexual but that's actually your heart center right and that's like a very chest-centered voice right um like my voice is actually like when I just talk my voice is very much in my throat which is super funny because I'm like a voice coach so it's very forward speaking and my throat chakra is like super open because I'm like fucking unfiltered right okay um, some people have like really rooted energy. Like I'll try to like drop down. Like there's like, this is like very much in my root shock. And you yeah. notice the pace and the pitch and the power and the potency and like all those different things, parts of my voice that make your voice sound the way it does. Yeah. It completely changes with the energy. Okay. So what's my shows. chakra? What's, so, what's happening when well, you hear me? We'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that in a second. Totally. So it's really cool. Cause I can find, so I read voices is kind of what I say, like energetically. And I can like because I'm trained in voice, I can kind of pick up what's going on behind yeah. your voice a lot of the time. And a lot of my clients, um, when we communicate back and forth and they have unlimited access to me, they send me voice messages because I can hear through what's going on. So yeah. instead of like text me or typing or whatever, not only do we have private calls together, but also I, I have an app that we specifically use so they can like 
send me like a seven minute voice message if they want. Yeah. And I can see and hear the roller coaster of what's going on in their voice yeah. based on what they're talking about specifically because that tells me way more about how they feel about that than what they're actually saying. Yeah. So it's like watching someone walk into a room, I can tell way more about how confident they are in this room versus them trying to like overcompensate and speak, which is why yeah. I teach a lot on public speaking because it's so less about the pace or how you use your mouth or the slowness of you speaking. Yeah. And it's so much more about the confidence on stage because that's actually what people are going to resonate with. They yeah. can feel your energy. But it's super funny about the mom thing. My friend is pregnant right now. Yeah. She's so cute. But her voice is like the minute I walked into the room when I met her, I was like, I just want to be around you because yeah. you're just so mothering and nurturing. And it's so funny because she's so grounded in her root chakra, like right. so grounded and very like mother and very nurturing and just like very like just so calming and the minute that I'm around her I'm just like oh I just feel so safe and yeah. I'm just like oozy and like kind of ooze down and just be like yes this is lovely her I hype her up I like bring yeah. out the crazy in her yeah. and it's like the best thing ever but she sent me a voice message a couple days ago and she's like probably seven months pregnant yeah and I was like, holy shit, your voice is so much higher. I was like, your voice is so in your, sh like your sacral right now and your solar plexus. I was like, are you focusing on your identity right now? Cause like, that's like yeah. where your voice is. She's like, that's fascinating. Tell me more. I'm like, well, right <laughs> yeah. now it's like your voice is normally way rooted down. So I'm like, it's either a biological thing as in like, you can't push your breath that low because you have a baby and it's like, Pushing and it's, on there's like organs. pressure there. Yeah. So your voice and your breath can only go so low. Or I was like, your energy is kind of sitting in that space. So I'm waiting for her to respond to me, but it was really cool. Because hearing the difference in her voice, because I know her so well, yeah. I was like, oh, that's, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. But that roller coaster of voice and like, it, it's like confidence. It's knowing yourself and knowing your stuff. It's it's knowing what you're talking about. Like, yeah. I, like people can tell, people can hear the energy, people can hear how you speak, all that stuff. Yeah. And that's why people are like, oh, that speaker's super nervous. Or I got so much content this weekend because um, the main event was Saturday and we were listening. There was a huge national meeting. They had so many keynote speakers and I had a cilantro allergy attack. So I was like high on Benadryl. <laughs> so I like couldn't do anything. I was yeah. not the voter or anything important. I just like sat and hung out. But I had some of my best content from that because I would watch each speaker go up and I had to like stay awake because I had to be a part of that meeting. So instead of like, cause I was just so out of it. I yeah. just focused on everyone's voice. Yeah. And I was like, this is so interesting. Cause I thought each speaker go up and not like a douchey, like critical way. I was just like, what's going on? I was like, oh, this person's really heavily relying on their piece of paper because they think that that's where like they clearly went through. This is actually like a real thing that happened. One of the guys went up to present someone else a, a, an award and you could tell from the moment he was like, Hey guys, like what's up? He's super confident. And you could tell him his voice just drop into the super shaky place where he was like super in his head yeah. when he was trying to read off of this like teleprompter thing because he didn't want to mess up because he wanted to honor this person. But the speech was so long. It was like a terrible, terrible wedding speech where they oh, like no. won't stop. And I'm like, oh no, you want to make sure that this guy knows how important he is to you. And you're so focused on like over explaining how important he is to you that like the energy has just gone so much into this place of like proving. Yeah. And you can hear it in your voice. And I saw people like, take out their phones and start scrolling social media. And I was seeing other people like kind of like whisper to each other, like how long is this going on for? Yeah. Or like stuff like that. I'm like, Oh, I just felt so bad. But also I'm like, I just wanted to walk up and be like, dude, just speak from your heart. Like it's okay. Yeah. Like I know you have this speech going on, but it's like he gets, it's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay. You don't have to over. Yeah. 
explain yourself. And I find even with podcasts, it's so funny because I show up and I'm like, whatever comes out of my mouth that day is fine. Yeah. But a lot of people will be very specific on what they want to talk about because they're like, okay, I only have an hour to prove my worth with this person. Like, let me explain everything that I do in a very specific way so people will buy from me. And that's like, you know, right away, like someone who's listening to podcasts, you know that energy right away. You're probably not going to listen to the whole thing because it'll give you anxiety. Yeah. Because you are taking on that person's energy. Yeah. Well, and I can tell even like I recorded a couple of podcast interviews recently with people who... I so admire the work that they do, but they slightly intimidate me. And I was listening back and I was editing them and I'm like, that doesn't sound like me. Like, those are my questions. I wrote those questions. Like, I I knew my shit, but I was wanting to portray this like I've got my shit together and so it was just a quieter more sort of duller version of me totally and that was yeah it's like a barrier on your voice it's a barrier on your breath and you're probably holding your breath for a good majority of that and that's probably also why yeah yeah we're, we're breathing really shallow yeah, and not allowing breathing. yeah you're not allowing yeah. yourself to like drop into who you are and so that's probably like why your voice you're like this doesn't even sound like me or yeah. it could like to someone else they're like no it sounds like you but you know it's That's not how you, you interact with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. because you can hear it in your own voice because you know the emotional ties that it has to that. Yeah. That's why people, um, I don't believe in voice shaming. I think it's super douchey because <laughs> when people are like, wow, I hate that person's voice or I hate that person's voice on the radio. And I'm like, yeah. dude, like you don't know everything that goes behind that sound. That's cool if you hate it. That's fine. You're probably picking up at something, not the don't actual sound of that, that voice. the world. Yeah, and it's like, you need to understand that if you don't like listening to someone or you do love listening to someone, it has nothing to do with the actual sound of their voice. It's probably the energy behind it that yeah. you're picking up on. And a lot of people are more sensitive than I think people think that they, like, yeah. we are all connected and we all love each other like oodles and oodles amounts, right? <laughs> like, I strongly believe that. Like, everyone's good unless they're acting from a wounded place, which is just their own shit coming up that's when people are douches but other than that everyone's like really good-hearted that's what I strongly believe I have a super super firm believing that but even when people say rude things on the street or like say things about people's voice and stuff like that it's like okay you're picking up on something in that voice that makes you not feel okay but like it has nothing to do with the sound of their voice so if someone's listening right now they're like I hate the sound of my voice or someone told me that my voice was squeaky or someone told me my voice is too deep or I think my voice is too deep or blah 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 it's like all those things actually mean nothing about your voice yeah it's just like something about your emotions or your energy and stuff like that and I actually have videos so if anyone wants um in my Facebook group it's unleashed unfiltered on Facebook and I have videos in there. You can search up why entrepreneurs hate the sound of their own voice. Mm-hmm. And like so many trainings on that that are just like yeah. free. Like you can go hang out and listen to them because it's something that I'm really passionate about. But it's just so funny how people shame their voice, which is like that is a bridge from who you are and your beliefs and your ideas and everything to the outside world. Yeah. And like people either shame themselves or shame each other on it. It's yeah. just like mind boggling. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about my voice. Okay. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'm like... I can, t- I, I kind of like turn it on and off because like, obviously I don't want to be like psychoanalyzing everyone okay. at other moment, but something that I did notice like after, and I allow people to kind of speak through it and stuff like that is that you, um, hold your voice like in your cheeks. So you're probably like My more cheeks in your cheeks. Okay. In your cheeks. Yeah. So you're, you're like a squirrel now, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's where your energy is. Yeah. And it's like, um, I, I think of it like I've only met you kind of today, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to go ahead and make the bold assumption. You can tell me tell if I'm wrong, but you're probably like more of someone who you have a lot of creativity, but you like it to be very organized. 
and you also have a lot to say, but you filter yourself before you say it. Okay. So I kind of like feel like you like no, unless you're yeah. like fully open yeah. with the people, you're kind of like more, you think before you speak. Yeah. Essentially, you think before you do things and you think before you make decisions, but that's just like yeah. what I'm hearing from the past. Yeah, hanging out. that sounds, in- yeah, that's really interesting. Like you, you hold it here, like kind of in your jaw, the back of your jaw. So it's really cool because it's also like a dialect thing. Like a lot of people, depending on where you're from or where your family's from and stuff like yeah. that, you'll hold your voice in different areas of your mouth. My but parents yeah. are from Scotland. Does that mean cool. anything? You hold it like in the back of your jaw. I also have like, here. I'm recovering from a cold. So I don't know if that is. That's probably like your sinuses too. Like yeah. it's just like in the Feels back. like the back of the throat. I'm just constantly constantly swallowing right now yeah totally so uh, that's like your energy is like kind of lingering back there which makes sense too it's like you're just like more mindful of the energy that you use yeah but also it's like if i had to actively listen which i could probably like listen to this podcast back later on and be like oh this is what was going on but yeah so it's interesting because what make what i'm thinking of is recently i did an episode on um what it's like to be an adult child of divorce. Oh, so wow. my parents, yeah. Me here. Right? Yeah. Um, my parents got divorced four years ago, and I recently just had sort of the four-year, yeah, the yeah. four-year anniversary of that, and that's really where this stress ball, like, case that I was, like, reached its pinnacle. And I was just feeling all the feels that week, and I decided to record an episode that was just super raw. I didn't plan it. I didn't whatever. And I feel like my voice, partly because I some point I started crying in the episode but um I I felt like it was more like what you're saying like I felt like it was a deeper tone but it was really deep content as well oh interesting it's super cool like people who listen to my podcast regularly like I highly highly recommend you listen because it's not only like the sound of your voice too and like the pitch and like the energy of it and it's also how you speak yeah because even like when I get really raw and stuff I they call it my stage sexy voice in university (laughs) because they'd be like hi everyone like I'm Danielle and I'm going to talk about some deep things today like Mm -hmm. you'll notice when my voice is in that like super sexy like resonant I'm probably sitting on the floor in my pajamas and I'm like let me tell you about my feelings, everyone. But then the other day I recorded a podcast and I was super hyped on life. And I'm like, I need to talk about this now. And my yeah. voice like jumped into the front of my, my um, actual mouth. And I was like, <laughs> like yeah. just like so excited. And that's like what I'm in the energy of today is very, I kind of, I, I think I'm back and forth today. Like I'm like chesty, yeah. but then I'm like up in my nose and then I'm like yeah. all in between. Yeah. Cause it depends on what we're speaking on, but Totally, it's freezing in here, so I feel like that's affecting totally. my voice and my body and my. Life. Yeah, and sorry, it's so cold, dude. It doesn't. No, I'm good. I'm always like very warm. Yeah. I always say like I'm just so hot. So I'm just like, <laughs> man, I'm just so yeah. warm, right? But I'm very warm blooded. Um, but yeah, it's super interesting how so many things affect your voice. Yeah, and that's why one of the things that I teach on is public speaking because it drives me nuts because. All these people, not all these people, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't generalize how insensitive of me. But a lot of things that people are taught in these courses, these like speaking courses, is how to use your mouth to speak words. And so people go up and they'll speak beautifully or they'll memorize these things and go out and speak. But they have now disconnected from themselves. They have now 
convince themselves that them just talking isn't good enough. So they will start to create this persona that's separate from themselves and create this really deep imposter syndrome where they just like don't feel like themselves and they're wondering why and they're wondering why they can go on stage and be super quote unquote confident and share their voice and stuff like that. But it's really hard for them to speak one-on-one with a client and they'll feel that disconnect or people who know them really well will see them go on stage and watch them like flip a switch and be someone completely different because they feel like they need to be that person in order to be successful. And that's where we have issues where people start to think different things about themselves or they start to have thoughts and energies that aren't even their own and they don't even know who they are anymore is because they've now told themselves that every part of who they are naturally is like totally shitty and that they need to be someone else in order to be successful. And that's what I don't believe in. That's why primarily what I teach on, like I spent my entire life reading from a script, memorizing how to be someone else. I have a degree in being other people. (laughs) Like actually I was obsessed with my own life being other people that I literally got a degree in it and literally live my life people pleasing. And it's like, I'm done with trying to memorize other people's stories. I'm here to share my own and I'm here to help you share your own in your own way. Yeah. And I think that's the most powerful thing. You talk about being extra. Yes. So let's chat a little bit more about that. How does being extra I, I can see how it shows up in your life because I follow you on the Insta. <laughs> on, on the Insta. Glitter. Confetti. No, yeah. just what about, what about your clients? Like you were saying how this one gal like, you know, kept all this extra of herself kind of quiet, right? Yeah. But like how do you start to embrace the extra in baby steps to get, dip your toes in? Yes. I think it's so funny because I use the word extra a lot because I was called that for so long. It's like, oh, I love glitter or I love color or I love whatever because I'm from a football family. Right. And it's so (laughs) funny because I just, I always say that I came out of the womb, like jazz hands first, like into the world, like, hey, what's up? That's a really horrible visual. Right? (laughs) So funny. Like, I just want everyone to picture that for what's As someone who's given birth twice. I'm right? Like, ah, Could you imagine? Just like, hey, what's up, world? Um, so I always say, like, ever since I was little, I've just always, I've been obsessed with, like, like glamorized Hollywood movies. And yeah. I was just, like, obsessed with musicals. And kids were watching Beyblades. I was watching I Dream of Jeannie. And, like, yeah. I've just, like, so everything glamour and all that yeah. stuff. But consistently being told that that's too much. Yeah. Like consistently being told, no, we're going to go on the football field and like you have to wear sweatpants every day and blah, 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 blah. And like I I just felt this in, internal struggle with myself. But I feel like that's how it showed up in me. It showed up in very like trying to dim myself down, trying to shrink myself. A lot of people will feel it in other ways. Like extra I use all the time because it's associated with like this dramatic too muchness. Yeah. But people think that they're being too extra when they share how they feel with their partner. Yeah. Like, oh, I, you said something douchey and it hurt my feelings, but I'm too scared to tell you because I don't want to be too emotional. Yeah. I don't want to be too extra. I don't want to make waves. I don't want to like, oh, like, and this is where Mm -hmm. I have a chapter in my book called Don't Shush Me. (laughs) And it's very much for the woman who feels too much in any aspect. So you can be the most introverted, shy person ever and still feel too much and or not enough or yeah. someone's telling you you're too quiet yeah or you're too whatever and that idea of like being too extra is all those extra parts of yourself that you've decided or someone else has decided for you that they're not okay so whether if that be oh if I tell someone how I feel they're gonna tell me that I'm too dramatic or too emotional or that I'm overreacting or I'm being whatever right or if I tell someone how I would like things to be I'm being a bitch Or if I go towards my dreams, 
I'm being too ambitious as a female or I'm being too whatever. And that's really what oftentimes happens with um, that too extra-ness is too much more than what society has told you to be. And it could be anything, but what it shows up normally is like, oh, those parts of who I am aren't okay, so I can't talk about them unless it fits in the standard box that someone made up one day. Yeah. And that's really what it shows up. It's like being too emotional or feeling fully expressed in who you are. This is so funny because I had a client one time and her branding was really beautiful and like really her and for so long she struggled with sharing her work on the internet because she's a financial strategist she got herself like out of debt all that stuff is she sharing the work that she teaches on all that stuff but her family's like why are you talking on money talking about money on the internet like you shouldn't be doing that like people that's something need you talk to know about. this like as a stress coach like people yeah. are fucking stressed about money yes and so it's so <laughs> important but to, to her her family was like oh no no like how do you how dare you talk about anything money right and so she held back taboo right taboo yeah. and so she held back for so long and we'd work together and we worked together for six months and it was like every single month almost on the dot it would be like she would kind of branch out and then her content would be on fire and people were reaching out and people are obsessed with her work. And then she'd go speak somewhere and it would be like this momentum is building of all this visibility. And then she'd get on the phone with her mom (laughs) and then like back to being super quiet about what she teaches on being super restricted and everything. Then it would start to build up momentum again over and over and over again. And then her spouse or her partner who was not super supportive would say something. Mm -hmm back to the beginning again and all that stuff and that's why it's so important like that too muchness is when those neighbors upstairs are like keep it down and you turn down the volume and the solution is not to turn down the volume it's to evict them yeah and take that space because even if someone says consistently like my dad consistently he, he would love me talking about this too when i swear on the internet He'll screenshot it and he'll send it to me and be like, why do you I know? I saw that the other day. It was so hilarious. Like, or what was it? He's the one star review on oh, iTunes. Yeah. That's horrible. If you know, yeah. If you look at my, if you like, guys Dad, go, you're pulling me down. It's so funny. Yeah. But I, I joke about that yeah. so much because it's hilarious. Cause I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like I don't give a fuck yeah. anymore. And there's one time I have this one video that I posted on my story, like a long time ago, where I was, I was hanging out with my dad and I went to go visit him and we were just talking and I was like, yeah, it's just so great. And he's like, really? Is it fucking great? Did yell, is it fucking great? And I was like, yeah, it is. Can I show it? Like, and I was like, can I videotape you saying that? He's like, whatever. And I said, dad, what's going on? He's like, it's a fucking beautiful day. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because everyone swears. Yeah. But just because I'm open about it, he's like, people are going to, people are going to be like, oh, I don't want to hire her because she swears. And I'm like, well, good. Because if they do, this is another thing. Yeah. The minute that you start to filter yourself and try to be someone else, that person's going to hire you. Yeah. And then they're going to be a super shitty client to work with because then you're going to say the F word and they're going to demand their money back or you're going to wear bright lipstick on a call and they're going to be like, oh, what? who is this person, yeah. right? Or they're going to feel some distrust because they are going to feel like you are a different person than who they were signing up with. Yeah. Where when you have it all on the line and you're completely unfiltered and who you are and you know your shit and you know yourself yeah. and you just don't allow those neighbors upstairs yeah. to like inhabit that space in your brain you show up and the client is like can I like I've had instances where someone's like okay I want a payment plan and I'm like okay cool like let's set it up whatever and then a month later they're like 
oh my God, can I just pay you in full? Like, I just want to fucking do it. Like, I love this. I'm like, yeah, of course. Or there are people who buy every single thing. They're the first people who bought my book. They're the first people who enrolled in my, in my retreat. They're the first people who buy tickets to my event. They're the first people because they're like, I want more of you. And if one person is like, why do you swear? I think one person said on a live stream of mine while I was live, they said, you'll catch more bees with honey than with whatever, salt or whatever she said. And I stopped and I looked at it because I said the F word, right? So I stopped and I looked at it while I was on live stream. And I'm like, I could either ignore this or I could say something. Yeah. And all I said was, you know what? Like, thank you so much for the comment. But this entire group is littered with swear words. I would highly recommend that if you are someone who does not love colorful language, that is perfect. That is fine. Yeah. I love you for that. But you probably don't want to follow me on the internet because I'm probably going to make you really mad a lot. So, yeah. like, probably not your cup of tea. And then yeah. she left my group and I was like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, but, like, like, oh, now I yeah. don't feel the need to, like, censor myself now. Yeah. And that it's, like, moments like that where you say, not in a... And you don't have to be confrontational. You don't have to start a fight. You don't have to try to Dragon Ball Z out your energy is what yeah. I call it. To, like, push that person away or, like, yeah. prove yourself. It's just as simple as, like, hey, dad, I'm probably going to swear more on the internet. Like, that's fine. Like, you can either follow me or don't follow me. Now he shares some of my stuff. Yeah. If he doesn't, sometimes it has stories in it. I'm like, that's so funny because he didn't watch the whole thing because it definitely throws some F-bombs in there. But he'll share stuff now and he'll, he's more open to recommending my stuff because I didn't back down on who I was. Yeah. And the one-star review thing is you'll see where um, there's a part on my experience thing. We'll talk about that after where it's literally like five stars. It was great. Like four stars. It was amazing. And then it's like one star from my dad. Did y'all please stop swearing on the internet? Yeah. And it's just like something so funny yeah. that um, I talk about all the time because it's like there's always going to be that one person yeah. who will not be supportive. And for me, it was my entire family when I started. And now everyone's very much on board. Yeah. And now they make fun of me all the time. And I love it because I'm like, yes, roast me. I love like that joking banter, but I'll be at a family event or whatever. And then my one, my Zio, which is my uncle, he's so funny. He'll walk in and he'll like have a coffee cup and he'll like pretend he's posing. And he's like, put me on Instagram, (laughs) put me on Instagram. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so funny. But now it doesn't actually bring me down because I'm like, I know myself enough to know that like, that's funny and I'm it does not affect me in any way or yeah. I could let it like bring me down like I used to but it's just building up that momentum to be strong in who you are okay we're gonna interrupt the podcast just for a second because I've got some super exciting news for you now Work is a really stressful place for a lot of people. Almost 70% of North Americans uh, state that they are chronically stressed at work. So whether that's uh, the workload that they've got, the manager, the coworkers, um, you know, the physical challenges of, of working at a desk all day, managing that to-do list, work can be a stressful place. And I know this firsthand. I mean, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know I've had shingles twice, both while working at a corporate job. I know how stressful the workplace can be. And so I am super passionate about making sure that it is not, that you make it less stressful for yourself. Because there's always going to be an inherent amount of stress to our work, but it doesn't have to be that stressful. And that is why I wanted to create something that absolutely anyone could access. So it's called Stressless at Work, the toolkit, and you can find it in the links. Uh, you can find the link to it in today's show notes at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash one two four, or you can find it in the description of this podcast. So what I've done is I've created this kind of 
micro course. So it's we cover everything from workload stress, things on like how to manage your to-do list, uh, when your job means caring for others, compassion, fatigue, productivity, but without that extra stress. We talk about physical stress. I've got an amazing co-instructor who helps talk about how you can work pain-free and create any ergonomic setup for your laptop. We talk about how to manage physical jobs, some meditation techniques, the mindset of like of not tying your identity to your work, what to do if you hate your job, how to survive layoffs. You guys, I could just keep going. We talk about challenging bosses, how to deal with them, four irritating types of coworkers, how to manage gossip in the workplace, more, more, more. There's so much good stuff in here. And here's the kicker. It's only $20. It is only $20 because I know that full one-on-one coaching is out of most people's price ranges. I totally get that. And so I wanted to create something that absolutely anyone who is feeling stressed out in the workplace can access this valuable content. And so again, if you go into the description of today's show notes, um, if you go into the description wherever you're listening to this on the podcast, you'll find a link to Stress Less at Work. I know firsthand that these tools make a difference. They made a difference for me. And I I honestly wish I had these tools when I was, (laughs) I might not have gotten shingles the second time, you guys, if I had had these mindset, this tool, these tools in place. So I created what it is that I wish I had had at that time. So I hope that you love it. I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you go and check it out. Okay, so I won't take any more of your time. Let's go back to the interview with Danny. So much of this is like I'm doing like a Rolodex of the content that I've put out over five years and I'm like what is the stuff that has really resonated and I'm like the stuff that has like gone so many comments so many whatever has been really unfiltered yeah and people can feel it people can feel it I I do find that sometimes it's like if you're gonna keep to a somewhat schedule of content because that's what the fucking rules are mm. then it is sometimes pushing stuff out from like not as deep a place um, sometimes. But then I also think back to the very first time I probably got real unfiltered. And my husband and I were backpacking Southeast Asia for three months. Cool. And it was our pre-baby like, let's go to all the places you don't want to bring a small tiny child to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. And um, I was dealing with depression. And I remember thinking, how the fuck am I dealing with depression while I'm in some of the most beautiful places in the world? Like, I hadn't brought, like, my medication with me because I thought I was better. Yeah. And there were elements of it that just sucked. And I remember Googling because I'm like, how do people do this? How do you travel with depression? And I couldn't find anything helpful. And I'm like, so I'm going to write that. I'm going to be the voice that I wanted to hear at the time. And I... Did like I kind of circled it by a couple people beforehand, like people I care about. And I remember my dad being like, don't post that. And he at the same time, we both worked at the same company and and it was oil and gas corporate. And there were lots of people from that company that were following my blog while I was traveling because it was it was a three month sabbatical kind of thing. And he's like, they'll look at you differently. You won't get promoted. They'll think you're weak or whatever. And like, I wrestled with that for a couple of days. And then I was like, no, if, cause this is what I needed and it wasn't there. And I posted it and that I've never had so much response from a post. 
still probably. Yeah. Because it's powerful. And even that thing of they'll look at you differently, they'll whatever, like there's going to be judgment. There's going to be stuff like that. You can either take that moment to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to back down. Or you can be like, fuck it. I'm doing it anyways. And also you showing up like that, maybe people probably thought something for like a second and was like, oh, like judgy, judgy, whatever. But some people who probably would roll their eyes at the water cooler with someone or whatever is secretly has screenshotted that for every time that they need that. Yeah. And that's the funny part is that, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of backlash, but like, I would say 80% of that backlash is bullshit. They are watching, they're reading, they just want to protect themselves. Yeah. Well, and then it's like, I'm sorry, this is back and forth, but like when, when, and like I was telling you about that adult child of divorce post, I've had so many downloads on that abnormally more than normal. No one's talked to me about it. One person has talked to me about it, but I'm like, there's gotta be something here beyond just like SEO And so it's, yeah, sometimes it's like people are getting in touch with you and they are saying, and then other times people are just like, this is me. I don't know how to express it, but I hear you. Yeah. And yeah, that's interesting. It's so powerful though. It's so true. I have um, in my membership, my experience membership, it's like I have daily action steps to get off your ass and into your life already type thing. And um, they come out weekly, right? And so eventually they're going to be like, you can do this step-by-step every single day. But I got so much like feedback on so many and people are posting in the group and they're like, I've done all this stuff and I've done all this stuff. And then I posted one that was human interaction based and silence, (laughs) silence, crickets. And two weeks after I was posting more stuff, silence, silence. And you could see like the people are not viewing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, people probably that hit home to them so hard. That they're like, oh, fuck. Now I actually have to deal with this. And it was like, oh, fun yeah. and bantery. And like, oh, my God, this is so fun, all that stuff. And then it was something that obviously people really actually, like, were not ready for. Because and it was something as simple as, like, go talk to someone. Like, and people just. It's scary for people. Scary. Yeah. yeah. And I and I, it was so funny because um, part of the team that I'm working with to get this book out, I was talking to them. I'm like, isn't that funny? Like, because they're yeah. all in the group. And I'm like, isn't that funny? Like, did you notice that? And they're like, okay, what do we need to do to like get more engagement? I'm like, nothing. Like that has nothing to do with like the, the engagement yeah. is they're a little bit, they're like now taking that and they might not actually do the action stuff, but they're going to think about it every single day Yeah. when they do that. And that's their own thing. I'm like, we don't have to fucking manipulate shit. Like they're on their own journey and this obviously touched home and that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So I'm conscious of time. So let's talk about the book and the experience. Tell us all about it. Okay. So the book is called Get Off Your Ass and Into Your Life. And it is a choose your own adventure personal development book for leaders who like want to change the world and shit. Is (laughs) what I have labeled. (laughs) So what it is, is like a record journal style mixed with choose your own adventure. You open up to a page and yes, you'll have like some hilarious antics for my life and I have chapters called like don't shush me I have a chapter called no habitual orgasms please I have a chapter <laughs> called um beard check tattoos check emotionally unavailable check 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 and I have like all these different chapters just about like life and relationship and business and one of them is like being realistic as a buzzkill and then another one is bitches be cray how to like deal with those like hoes who sip on that haterade and that's like all that whole chapter is pretty much all the shit that I've like had backlash for. Like today. Like today. <laughs> yeah. Getting yelled at on the street. Like all that stuff is just in that chapter and it's hilarious. It's deep. It's lighthearted, but it's also like real. And it's yeah. just like real shit. I have one chapter called Obligation Station 
And it's like how to get the fuck out of obligation station because if you're anything like me and you're a recovering people pleaser, it's like you feel obligated all the time to always meet the standards that yeah. someone has put on you. And you feel guilty. And guilt trips, you're like, oh, like, okay. Like someone can literally say, really, you can't? And you're like, well, fuck. Like now yeah. I'm going to think about that the whole day or I have to be this like self-sacrificing person and all yeah. that stuff. And so what it does, it goes through all these different um, topics to get you off your ass and into your life and take a litmus test of every single area of your life and, and be like, okay, how am I relating to my life in this area? How am I relating to my life in this area? How am I relating to my life in this area? And it is in the moment shit. So yeah. I went through all these personal development books and nothing, once again, like if yeah. it's not there for you, you write it yourself. And for me, I was sick of hearing people talk about their experiences of like what they think that you should do or telling you exactly what to do. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. But where's this room for my own self-discovery within these books? And everything didn't really like give you room for that unless it was like journal 18 pages on how you feel about this. And I'm like, okay, but what if I just want to feel something? What if I want to go in the moment and take action on stuff? Like I can read all these books all day long, but it's going to put me in an existential crisis. Like I just want to do something with it. Right. And so every single chapter at the end has an action step for you to literally get off your ass and into your life in the moment. So I have one where it's like rip out this page of this book write a love note to a stranger, leave it on their dashboard. Don't get arrested. I will not save you. Right. <laughs> or there's like another one where it's based in like, okay, go outside. It's like, are you outside? Get out of your house. No, yeah. seriously. And then there's like four pages and it's like, I waited four pages for you. You better fucking be outside and do this shit. Right. Yeah. It's not a book that's meant to like be read once and put on the shelf. It's a book that you can open to any single day, like any day of the week, anytime open to a page and learn something and take action every single so you can it's not written in chronological order too yeah. it's literally choose your own adventure i'm so excited to get my copy it's so fun and i love it and it's good it's very funny and there's now what we've added which is so funny and this is the little shit that i'm adding before it goes through its first edit is i have a whole list of danny isms mm -hmm. so it's like a glossary that you can go to at the back because i make a lot <laughs> of references so one of the chapters is don't listen to kendrick lamar listen to me because there's a song by Kendrick Lamar and it's like, be humble, sit down, be humble. And the whole thing is like being humble is bullshit because being humble means that there's something about you that you need to like shrink down yeah. where when you are humble, you're probably trying to actually overcompensate and you're like shaming yourself. Yeah. When you're not humble, everyone actually just embraces each other's everything. And yeah. it's just beautiful and harmonious. So it's like, don't listen to Kendrick Lamar, listen to me. And then it has a little pink star. And so you go to the back of the book and you're like, I don't know what that means. So you go to the back of the book and it's like, Dannyism number one. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. This is the this is the reference, so this is why it's important. And, and the words that I make up, and and all those things, and talking about like energetic allergies and all that stuff. Yeah. And so you have support within that, and then every single day it's an action step. And so the experience group is so that book comes out this fall. It'll be in your hands. You can order it on Amazon or wherever, right? But if you want to be part of the experience, it's a group where it's kind of like a mastermind meets a behind the scenes meets a coaching group. Mm -hmm. So essentially every single week I'm in there either sharing a chapter excerpt, sharing behind the scenes of my writing, asking you what, how you deal with that in your life so that I can make sure to tailor the book for you, which is really cool because none of the stories that anyone gives me is going to be in the book. Like it's all my own personal stuff, but you get to actually ask me questions and have support on that. So if you're like, I'm dealing with this. Like, for example, we talked about money and because I have this chapter called Tap, 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 Is This Thing On? And it's turning the tap onto abundance. <laughs> so it's all about money. Yeah. And it's like, how to like make that fucking work already? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you do this? Right. And I asked everyone, where do you feel the most shame with money? And I'm thinking like, 
oh, it'll probably be like being public and all that stuff. So many people wrote their parents and I'm like, okay, clearly yeah. that has to be in there now. Yeah. So now I'm going to share my story because I have a lot of that going on too. And then I get to talk a little bit more and tailor it to them. So you got to be a part of this book and you get to open the book when you get it and be like, holy shit, like this was meant for me because this is for you. It's just coming through me for you. So it's so fun. So that experience group, every single week I go either live with a workshop. I share some excerpts behind the scenes. I ask you guys questions. You guys can ask me anything on the live streams. I do trainings on relationships, dating apps, um, confidence. I do public speaking. Like literally it is probably over $3,000 worth, $3, worth of content right now that you're getting for the price it is right now. And it's just going to keep growing because every single week I'm adding to it and it's going to keep doubling in price and over and over again. But for you guys, I was saying that if you guys want, you can email me at danny at daniellederuso.com and I'll give you guys a VIP pricing where it's like a frozen price, which is going to be $45. Amazing. $45 for you guys, which is insane because probably by the time you like this goes this, live, yeah. this goes live, it'll probably be up to the hundreds of dollars, right? Yeah. So you'll get that for the price of $45. You have to mention that you listen to this episode though. Yeah. And then I will give that to you for that price. And I'll send you a very VIP link for you and you could be in on that, but you get it for life. So I'm so excited. It's so I'm exciting. So yeah. And so eventually this will be turned into a course that is going to be like six months worth of course material. Yeah. Weekly course material for you guys. And it's going to be like thousands and thousands of dollars to enroll in it. And you guys get it for now like right now at the price that it's at. And you guys get to find out when I'm doing some book readings or book launch things. And you guys get to be a part of that. And also you'll get a signed copy of the book in your hands when it launches, plus the ebook copy, like the minute that it's out. That's so it's awesome. super fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. So everyone needs to go out and get them. Everything will yeah. be linked in today's show notes. Yes. So no excuses, people. <laughs> and it's so fun. And like, seriously, get off your ass and into your life already. And that's why everything has peaches on it. And I might, <laughs> I might get a peach tattoo. So this is just, this is the first time I'm sharing this on the internet. Um, sorry, mom. Uh, but I might get a peach tattoo on my ass. And that might be the cover of the book. Might be me getting a peach tattoo on my ass. So, hey, no That's excuses amazing. in the moment. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we're going to move into the five questions that I ask all of my guests. Yeah. Uh, now, you might have already talked about this a little bit. I just realized there's pencil coming out of that gun. <laughs> I did not realize that before. Guys, y'all need to be in the work nicer station. Okay. Yeah, it's super weird, but I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Okay. So what are the things or the projects that get you fired up in a good way? Oh, I love anything that deals with human, like human connection, communication, yeah. and anything that deals with actually living your life in the moment, because we have this milestone mentality of like, what's the next goal? What's the next thing? And we are either so far in the future or shaming ourselves for the past. Yeah. So my thing is like in the moment, how can we like live your fucking life already? Which is, for example, the book, it's very much like, yeah. let's live your life now. And I love anything that does stuff that like gets you off your butt or makes you feel like your life is a game because it is. We're playing a giant game of the Sims, guys. Yeah. Like you're fine. <laughs> like no matter what's going on, you're in a giant game of the Sims. Like it's all an illusion. We're fine. <coughs> and so anything that gets you feeling fun in your life and experiencing it and having these amazing experiences experiences with other people too and just learning and growing and all that stuff like in the moment is my jam yeah because that's what I say to people is like if you can't enjoy where you're at right now you're not gonna enjoy that mythical milestone you no. think you will yeah but you won't because when has it ever happened to date exactly like, so get happy now get content where you're at yeah I had a and conversation with a client who 
her whole goal was to be a digital nomad and travel the world. And so she finally got there and she was making thousands, like over, I want to say 20K per month was like her goal and she's doing it yeah. and she's living the life and she's traveling and she's up in Italy and all that stuff. And she messages me and, and we uh, recently stopped working together because she, she finished her contract and all that stuff. And then she's like traveling the world. She messaged me. She's like, it is so weird because I'm not happy still. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, isn't that funny? Because you have yeah. now, you have, you're there, you're at the lifestyle and you're like, oh, I realized that I can't travel more than like three weeks without getting super anxious or I can't do this or, and you're just learning. And I was like, that's cool. You've hit that milestone. You realize how you need to adjust. Cool. Now you just like, you're like, okay, cool. So I won't do that anymore. And I'll do this instead. And I'll schedule my client calls like this. And I'm just going to shift and, and yeah. pivot my focus, but without shaming yourself over like where you're at or where you're going. Yeah. yeah. So what are your typical stressors and how do you handle your stress? Oh my gosh. Okay. So my typical stressors normally are, I am a huge overachiever and I like to put a lot of pressure on myself to already be certain places when I'm actually like four steps behind quote unquote, where I think I should be. And I like to like shame myself and be like, wow, shitty, shitty Danielle. (laughs) Like you're not a millionaire yet. Who are you? Right. But one of the things it was, how do I deal with it too? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I do to deal with it too is getting in the moment and that's why that's so important to me and that's why I teach on it all the time is because it is so easy to see everyone else on social media and be like they're there and not think of how many years it took them to get there and even if it took them like six seconds to get thousands and thousands of followers it's like their success has nothing to do with your success once again like your success is inevitable when you decide it's inevitable and it's so easy for us to shame ourselves into that milestone mindset, milestone mindset yeah. of thinking, oh, I have to be further along. I have to be further along. I have to be further along. But you don't. It's like where you're at is perfect and your experiences are allowing yourself to be there and grow. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, and it makes so much sense, like the online world. We can turn oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense because... And especially social, especially social media, right? Like we're so yeah. quick to compare ourselves, to judge ourselves, to do all those things yeah. because someone else is doing it differently, faster, better, whatever to your box that you've created kind of thing. Yeah. And we yeah. need to normalize being a human being. Cause even I follow beauty.false, which is like, right. Go follow that on internet art on, on the internet, everyone on the internet, <laughs> on the internet. Okay. <laughs> because on Instagram, it is amazing. And they show before and afters of Photoshop right. from influencers. And so this, I don't believe in this. Some people have like submitted photos cause they've hacked people's iClouds and all that stuff. I do not believe in that. I don't yeah. condone that, but it normalizes how people look. It's like, People see these photos and it's not in a place of, I don't believe the intention is to shame anyone or to be like, who got plastic surgery or what, Mm. but to show young girls like, like human bodies look like this. Like this person who posted this thing and they facetuned the shit out of their stomach and all that stuff. It's like, guess what? This side by side, but what they actually look like when you breathe your, your actual diaphragm expands and it's okay to have an expanded diaphragm. You don't always have to cave in and like, you don't have to hold your stomach. And it has actually made me so much more confident in my body. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, these people, we have similar bodies and yeah, they have cellulite too. And yeah, all this stuff. And even if they Photoshop the shit out of it, just seeing that normalizes bodies, like it normalizes it. 
And yeah. you're like, oh, wait, there's nothing wrong with me. Cool. Well, I yeah, I have to say, like, editing my social media feed to be more body positive, to have all of that has made a huge difference to the point that I just went out and got myself my first two-piece. I'm super pumped. Yes. I sound so old. Two-piece. Two-piece. Is it a bikini if, like, it's high-waisted? Thank you. I would say I that's know. a bikini. I don't know. I don't know. It's, like, retro. Yeah, know. retro cute. Uh, I know you like to read a lot of personal development and some of it works some of it doesn't but what's the most inspiring book you've read in the past few years oh my gosh okay so I'm gonna say the most inspiring ones were the ones that actually inspired me to write and normalized language for me normalized the way of sharing my voice and this is why I think it's really important to find people that you resonate with because they will give you permission to just be yourself and so the people who've done that for me is Mindy Kaling's book why is everyone hanging out without me yeah or whatever um or is everyone hanging out without me? Anyways, that's like the best. That normalized a lot of her just like rambling about her opinions. I wanted to read it all. And I'm like, oh, if I want that from her, clearly like people want that from me. Like mm-hmm. it's just a thing. Also, Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass. Yeah. And You Are a Badass Making Money. I know it's like, okay, Danielle, we've heard that yeah. in every single thing. But it's it's to get through. It's a lot. Yeah. But if you do it, not from the stance of like, tell me I'm good enough or show me how to be good enough, but do it from the stance of just being like, I just want to listen to what this person has to say. Yeah. And literally fun. Like you need to read for fun. Yeah. Stop. Like if you're someone who's literally bought every single book, cause, and I know because I have them all on my shelf, yeah. so I know you do too, <laughs> right? Like I know, stop buying books just to be that person who has read personal development books just to be better. Yeah. Just to like get better and, and oh, I need to be better. I'm going to read more books to be better. Like let yourself have fun. Because yeah. you need to chill, number one. Number yeah. two, nothing. you're not broken. You never were. Number three, it's okay to enjoy what you read. You don't have to do it like you're suffering through an intensive training and you're going to be an Olympian. It's like, it's okay to have fun while you grow. Yeah. Yeah. I've given myself so much more permission nowadays to just stop reading books I'm not enjoying. Totally. Like, don't read it. Like, I bought, I went through a phase where I bought everything Gabby Bernstein, like, touched pretty much and only one book really resonated with me which is uh, the universe has your back and I bought everything else and I'm like not into it like okay put it down and then I also go back to books and I'm like oh I actually really love this or I'll read books from certain authors and I'm like oh this actually kind of like I get that knee jerk yeah reaction where I'm like oh I do not like this right and that's okay too yeah I love it what's the best life lesson that you've learned or advice that you've been given oh you are not broken You are not broken. And also, this is actually huge. Um, I wish that I could go back in time and tell myself this, is it doesn't matter if they like you. It matters if you like you. Because there was a lot of things that I did in my junior high years and my high school years, like diets, um, not being friends with certain people, not dating certain people that I was attracted to, all because it was like, what are people going to think of me? And if I go back, I'd be like, hey, guess what? doesn't matter if they like you. It matters if you like you. Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with your decisions? Are you blissfully like just in your zone? Because if you are blissfully in your zone, it does not matter what people say. You are going to be happy no matter what, because you're actually following your soul's desires. Because people could say shit all the time. That's like me. That's why I'm so, people are like, how are you so confident? How do you deal with all this backlash? And it's because I am in a constant state of euphoria around what I'm doing. (laughs) So even now it's like someone could be like, walk in and be like sub bitch like you suck and I'd be like thank you so much my favorite day like I'm just like I'm so honored to be here like yeah I'm just happy to be here and when you're just happy to be there yeah it's because it's clearly meant for you yeah and when you feel like shit and you're like this sucks probably not meant for you and that is when it's time to pivot and it could be one thing don't throw out 
everything just because one thing feels off. It might just be a tweak. Yeah. So final question, Danny, is what okay. does it mean to you to lead your best life? To be in a constant state of euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my best life is just like, like play. That's yeah. what it means to me. Just like play. Figure out yeah. what works for you. Figure out what doesn't be totally okay with shit hitting the fan. Like right now, I'm in a state and a moment where I'm like re-centering a lot of things in my life and shit massively hit the fan. Yeah. And I had to be like, well, that sucks. And just keep going. For example, this, this week alone, I almost died via allergy attack. Then my mom almost died via allergy attack. And that was intense. And then I also came home to a flat tire and all these things happened. And then my grandma's car didn't start. So I had to drive her to work this morning, which is so cute. Like I was like, have fun at work, sweetie. Like super <laughs> funny. But all this shit hit the fan, literally. And you just have to be like, what an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> like that's fun. And it doesn't matter if the light, like I remember being 17 and our electricity went out because someone didn't pay the bill and it, I came home and I was just like, it'll be an adventure to live in darkness. Like, you know that yeah. Peter Pan quote that's like, to die will be an awfully big adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was, I literally, because my dad was like, oh my God, I feel so sad and all that stuff around like what's going on and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? To live in darkness will be an awfully big adventure. Like whatever. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't, like, all that stuff doesn't matter. Like, how, even if you're in your lowest low, how can you have that mentality of, like, this is an adventure? Yeah. Like, there's going to be rapids. There's going to be moments where you are afraid. It's like a fucking roller coaster. But at the end, you're going to be like, oh, I want to do it again. We are water. Be fluid. We are water. Everyone, emotional. Be water. <laughs> like, yeah. yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was great to have you. It was so much fun. And I'm so excited. And, yeah, just thank you so much for having me. This was great. Oh,